Today's podcast is brought to you by nobody, because we don't have any sponsors. to our wives or friends uh, episode three with your hosts Tyler and Eric and today we are going to be celebrating it's Memorial Day weekend so we're going to be celebrating Memorial Day and shout out to all the uh, fallen soldiers out there yeah we wouldn't without um, without their sacrifice we wouldn't be able to have the freedoms that we have today just to just to be able to talk to you guys Absolutely. So thank you all for your service. Um, so speaking on Memorial Day, I know it's a big, big day for barbecue, cooking, um, you know, that stereotypical dad on the grill. Oh, yeah. um, I know, I know I'm a barbecue guy myself. I love, I love being out and barbecuing and cracking up, open a cold one. Nothing better. Yeah. Hitting the smoker. I saw that. Yeah, I got a, I got a nice like, you know, Traeger style smoker barbecue. That, oh man, I'll, I'll never go back to propane or propane accessories. No, uh, propane or charcoal or whatever. I, I, I definitely prefer the smoker. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, I have a smoker, but I'm in the market to get a new one. I have a kind of an off-brand one, but I definitely want to upgrade and go Traeger. What, what brand do you have? can't think of it off the top of my head you need to look it's into good it. but i have to like auto load everything and like keep checking on like you have to fill out the water and stuff like it, it works well but i don't you, know it's yeah, kind of a pain too yeah you need to look into a z grill yeah. d like a zebra z z grill yeah that's what i have and that thing is uh i i actually really it i really enjoy it my dad has a traeger and it's cool but this, i mean this does the same thing for half the price wow. and i haven't had any issues with it Okay. Yeah. No, I'll have to look into it for sure. It's definitely on my list. So. Yeah, it's got a. Um, we're, we're both dads that cook, um, and I'm sure a lot of us are out there. I was just curious, Tyler. Are you more of a, you know, are you more of a outdoor cook, like on the grill and the smoker, or indoor in the kitchen, or maybe a little mix of both? Yeah, I do. I'll do both. Um, I'm one of those that like I do a lot of the cooking in the household, and because uh, I I really just enjoy it and. So it just depends on what we're cooking. If it's something that I'm like, oh, I'm gonna put that on the grill, yeah, and I'll I'll crank it up and throw it out there. And um, with those uh, smoker type grills, I can just leave it and forget about it. I don't have to like sit and check on it, like um, like a propane grill or something. Yeah, really nice. Um, no, but it, cooking in the kitchen inside, I'm I really enjoy doing that. Yeah, um, it's kind of cool doing the whole like. Which I don't even know. I made some like killer dishes with not even having a game plan. Just like, oh, what's in the fridge today? Yeah, what are what are some of those dishes? Um, I've gotten good at like doing fried chicken. Okay. Um, I can do like a. Lately, I've been doing like cauliflower, but um, grilling it on the, on the pan, searing it kind of, right, and then making a homemade. Yeah. Uh, 
Alfredo, like a white sauce, like a buttery white sauce. Okay. Oh, that sounds pretty good. In it, and it's actually really good. Yeah, no, that sounds pretty good. Fattening, but <laughs> fattening, but good. Maybe not good on the healthy spectrum, but hey, sounds sounds pretty good. Yeah, I'll, and I'll then the, the the stereotypical, um, you know, chicken and veggies type of health kick stuff, and then you kind of get creative because you can't just eat the same. Like, I can't eat chicken the same way every day. Yeah, no, there's definitely there's a lot of different ways to make it. You got to switch it up, or else you're gonna get bored. Yeah. I for one, I'm I'm leaning a little bit more towards an outdoor kind of grill and smoking. Uh, I I know my way around the kitchen a little bit, but that's just not my expertise. I'd I'd like to have like the outdoor kitchen set up with like the grill and the sink and yeah, no, that'd and, be nice. and all that good stuff and the stovetop outside. Yeah, but on chicken wise, I make a pretty good buffalo chicken, where uh, it's kind of like one of our family favorites. Every you know. Once every couple of weeks or so, I make some buffalo chicken, and it turns out pretty good. What kind of what kind of sauce do you put on it? You gotta go Frank's Red Hot Sauce. So you're letting Frank do all the work. Frank does most ninety percent of the work. <laughs> I put it in there, let it marinate with some Frank's Red Hot Sauce for a couple of days. Then I throw it on the grill. You know, maybe hit it with some garlic salt and some pepper. And then when it's getting close to done, then I kind of you know. Uh, baste it a little more with some of that Frank's Red Hot sauce and finish it off. Yeah. Turns out pretty bomb. Yeah. I also like doing kind of like a chicken with a, uh, you know, you you put it in like Italian seasoned marinate for a couple of days, but in that marinate, you, you have a few squirts of barbecue sauce in there. Mm-hmm. So you get like that Italian flavor. Like that tangy, of, tanginess. Yeah. So if you make it correctly, it comes out to kind of like a, it's not dark red like a barbecue sauce. It's more like a pink looking interesting but guys listeners out there you got to try it sometime it's pretty bomb yeah so um with it being memorial day um i know a lot of times we will be outside barbecuing and then we'll play like yard games you know like get a get the badminton court set up or maybe some cornhole boards yeah i don't know if you guys play cornhole but that's a that's a pretty fun game yeah no it's fun um i don't personally have those like setups at my house but you know, we have the, the backyard, you know, we have a play set out there for the kids to play on, which the twins aren't quite ready to play on it yet. But, um, no, those games are all pretty fun. Uh, my parents have like a, uh, I don't know, it's like a thing where you chip it. Like a golf thing where you chip and it uh-huh. goes in. It's like a kind of a golf beer pong thing you play in the yard. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah Got like the big, cool. the big cups. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so my... My wife's family, mine included, I guess, but they're all pretty competitive. So when you get going playing like badminton or something, it's it usually ends in like people, you know, screaming at each other or that was in, that was in, or um, that was out, you know, and and people falling all over the place because they're com- full committing, like full dive fo- football type stuff maneuvers. Yeah, yeah, and that's that gets pretty crazy and a lot of fun. So with it being Memorial Day weekend, do you guys have any set plans? Do you guys do anything fun? Um, just hang out, just yeah. relax, because um, it's just kind of nice to have a long weekend. Yeah, no, definitely. Maybe those extra days. Maybe grill up some food or something, but that's 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 about it. Those extra days make such a big difference with that work week. Yeah, for having sure. an extra day off. Oh yeah, big time. 
Yeah, I almost me. I would be in favor for going for like a four day week work week. I'd rather work four four days and like longer shifts and have you know that's what I do extra days. I work four day. Oh, I work, do you really? I work four tens. Okay, well, yeah, yes. that'd be like a, so. I get three day weekend every every week. Yeah, no, that that's ideal. That's sounds like you got a good circumstance. Yeah, so like this weekend's kind of nice because I get a four day weekend. You know, even better. Just falls, just falls right. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not gonna go out of town because everybody goes out of town. Yeah, if you want to go out of town and enjoy yourself, I mean, definitely these weekends are enjoyable too. But you know, it's always best to kind of stick around during these big holidays. And then maybe you know, a couple weeks later, while it dies down, you can go take your trip out of town. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, I'm not gonna go. I don't know. A lot of people like go camping or they go to the lake or um, theme parks and, sh- and shit like that. And, yeah. And there's no way, dude. It's it's so overly crowded. Definitely. There's no way I'm going on a weekend like this. There's like a thousand people crammed into a small lake. Yeah. All hit each other with boats and shit. Not happening. Uh, that's not. A, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah. It's always nice to have the extra day, but I'm the type I'd rather go a weekend that's less busy have a less day yeah we're going makes sense we're going uh soon to to the mountains a little stay in a cabin but so it's not quite like camping camping but yeah i'm looking forward to that and it's it's a day a weekend that's not a holiday weekend so it should be a lot better right yeah no that sounds sounds like uh every everyone's gonna be out of school so there's still gonna be more people than normal right um and then speaking on that like Back to cooking. Um, when was like the last time you went camping, like camping, camping, where you're like cooking over an open flame? It's probably been about three years, at least three and a half years or so. That's some of my favorite times cooking is just like set up over an open flame. You got like a cast iron skillet. And oh you're yeah. Just like you for some, some reason, it tastes. It just it tastes better. It tastes different. It tastes different. Like you could take, dude, I could take like a couple of slabs of like steaks and just throw them on a skillet or even just like on just over the open flame. Yeah. And it's just, I don't even have to season it. It just feel manlier. Yeah. Even the simplest thing, making like, you know, eggs and bacon for like a breakfast burrito. <laughs> it's for different. For some reason it just tastes different when it's over that open campfire flame. I don't know if it's a, if it's the taste of all the ash and soot that's coming off the fire. <laughs> Whatever or, it is, tastes good. Yeah. Or if it's just like the high altitude is tricking you. <laughs> Maybe a combination of both, but no, it's been a few years. It's been challenging just having, you know, newborns and it's hard to break away and, and do that kind of stuff. Yeah, you have to at have this a, moment. You have to have a trailer. Yeah, and we don't have a trailer, but maybe eventually we'll get one, but Yeah, there's no way I'm tent camping with two <laughs> two nine month old yeah. twins and a two year old. You can imagine that probably wouldn't go real well. <laughs> no, it would just be a disaster. But I am looking forward, you know, forward looking, looking forward to our family taking trips in the future and things of that nature. Oh yeah, we've done it. We've done it a couple times with uh, my daughter so far, and um, it's been a lot of fun, like taking her to the beach and yeah, we've taken her to the mountains, but yeah. we had a trailer, so it's just it's, it's a little different. Yeah, we've uh, we've taken our son on a. Our oldest, we haven't taken the twins anywhere yet, but we took our oldest on like a beach trip, and he really enjoyed that. We stayed in a hotel, mm-hmm. really close to a beachfront area, so we walked over there, and he just had so much fun. 
Yeah, that's that's awesome. Well, the other thing that's challenging too is just getting all the kids in the car seat and having them being able to sit still through you know a several hour drive. Yeah. You know, right now we took our oldest, and you know, three hours was kind of his breaking point where he's just he's ready to get out of there. We haven't really gone down that road with the nine months old. Yeah, you got to so. take multiple stops and get them out and change diapers. And yeah. Give them a chance to eat. So if any of our listeners are listening out there that have, you know, kids under a year, I'd be curious to know how they hold up on a long road trip. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious about that too because I know I have family that took it was like a four-hour, no, six, five, six-hour drive. And took, uh, I don't know, six month old or something, or they were they were pretty pretty young. Yikes! It was my my niece, and I know she just basically cried the whole way. Yeah, <laughs> like that's miserable. To me. Yeah, it's tough. You know, you feel bad for them when they're crying because they just want to get out and stretch or move around, and yep. it's challenging. I almost contemplated if you go on a long road trip, like do you you maybe leave at night where they fall asleep in the car seat? I don't know. You, you know, just you just put does that come into play? Does that help? You just got to get your back windows hella tinted. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it would be better if they just kind of slept through it, but then that kind of just throws off the timing of your trip a little bit. Yeah. You're not leaving till when they're about to go to bedtime, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I got a I got a question for you. Are you we're talking about like camping and all this stuff and it kind of ties into you cuz same thing how like food for some reason tastes better right so it's coffee i don't know like a, a nice cup of joe you step out like out into the wilderness and you got a hot cup of joe and it's just like it just hits different you got that crisp air that air is clean are you, know, you are you a coffee guy i'm not really a coffee guy i'm every once in a while when i'm just beat or dead tired i'll get a coffee but i don't know even then i might drink half of it i just like a few sips or so but I would agree that coffee does taste better in the wilderness for some reason. You know? Yeah, I don't. Especially when it's kind of cold or chilly out. And it's just, this it's, warm cup of coffee. It doesn't even matter. You just make it like a like old school style. There's like still like uh, coffee grounds in there, and you're just like chewing them. Like it's <laughs> like it, it doesn't even matter. It just tastes better. Yeah, yeah. I think everything is just tastes better on vacation. Yeah, that is true. Um, so yeah, I didn't used to be a coffee guy. Yeah, I never really did it, and I it's kind of weird the way it worked out. Was like, it was almost like as soon as I became a dad, I was like, oh, now I have coffee every morning. Yeah, that's when my coffee instincts kind of kicked in. Other than that, before that, I would never drink at all. But now I feel like I'm starting to move a little bit towards. That. I had to get like this. I got this like the Keurig Duo thing going on where I can make a normal pot of coffee if I'm feeling it, or if I'm in a hurry, I can do the Keurig pod stuff and. And, uh, like, so I, I do it every morning. Like, I have a cup of coffee every morning, and I, I never used to be like that. Yeah, and I just feel so much more productive if I do drink coffee. I just feel like I'm just kind of on top of things a little bit more. It's so weird. Yeah, it's, yeah, I feel off if I didn't have, like, my morning cup. Like, I get up a little extra early Yeah. before the wife, before the kid, and I just come in, make some coffee, have that, like, two, that seconds or a minute or whatever to myself yeah and then it's you know daughter's up and running around and growing up for some strange reason too like i really just loved the smell of coffee you know when i woke up when i was a kid yeah you're like your dad or mom or whoever is just yeah. like making just it and you get up like, so good 
Oh, you're too young to have it. Exactly. <laughs> so so I think, smell. I think that's why you wanted it so bad because you couldn't have it. Yeah, but it smells good. You know, it's a good smell to wake up to in your house. I feel like that and bacon, dude. I will. <laughs> I'm not gonna pull a mic. You, you watch The Office? I do. Yeah. With uh, that episode where Michael Scott's like sets the um, George Foreman grill on the ground and he goes to bed. And it, he wakes up to go pee or whatever, and he plugs it in. That way he wakes up to the smell of fresh bacon. Oh, yeah. And he yeah. stepped on it, burnt <laughs> the shit out of his foot. Yeah. I'm not that <laughs> crazy about it, but, you know, it's not a bad smell to wake up to in the morning. <laughs> yeah, the smell of bacon and coffee together is like, that'll, there you go. that would raise me out of bed. Yeah. Still unconscious and just slowly drift into the kitchen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, coffee. That's a... That's a Everyone has their own take on it. I just feel like too, it's it's a little bit of a gamble if you go and get your own coffee somewhere. Like some places are super strong, and some places are just like just watered down wheat coffee. I just like something that's in between, something that's not too crazy. It's not gonna feel I, like I just smoke crack. If I get if I get coffee like s- somewhere, not necessarily make it at home, but like you know, Starbucks or. Whatever, like a chain, mm-hmm. I'll go for the nitro, like the nitro cold brew if they have one. Okay, with just some sweet cream in it. Yeah, I haven't tried that yet, but that's 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 the only thing I get from those places. Yeah, because it's I don't know what it is. It's high caffeine content or whatever, and I don't know, it just tastes good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what? Move back to move back to cooking. Um. So what are, do you have any like family recipe, secret recipes or I don't know, secret stuff that you do that maybe in the kitchen or on the grill that that's like holds true to, uh, to you? Well, we got a few things, but um, definitely some family recipes. I think most of the family stuff is mostly like off grilling stuff. Like I'd say like kind of like a biscuit and gravy rep- recipe and my mom makes these pretzels kind of like coated with um, some seasoning and she bakes them and they're really good. Uh, I don't think I have any family recipes on the grill per se. Mm -hmm. What about you? I don't, not necessarily on the grill. So I did find, so it's like a, um, a big thing when it comes to like smoking meats is that they use a binder, right? For when you're putting your seasoning on like a brisket or something like that and you're going to smoke it. Right. You put a binder to hold the seasoning onto the piece of meat. Um, mustard. Interesting. Mustard is a really good binder. And I've actually started using it to make fried chicken. Wow. So instead of dipping, doing like an egg wash yeah. with the chicken, mustard wash. I Bind mean, it with mustard and then put it in like the breadcrumbs and all that. That's interesting. Cook it up, dude. It's so good. And it yeah. keeps the meat so juicy. I just haven't had luck with the egg wash. It just gets all over your hands. It just seems kind of messy. Cakes on. Yeah. Well, I'll have to keep that in mind. I honestly, I hate mustard, but... You don't taste it, though. You don't taste it. I've had friends that grilled, and I was like, man, this was delicious. So I asked them how they, you know... The taste literally cooks out. like tri-tip or something. Yeah. They're like, yeah, I just kind of coated it in mustard. And I was like, I would have never guessed. Yeah, you don't even taste it. That's why um, I use it. Because you don't taste the mustard. Yeah. But um, my, I will say too, another thing about grilling is 
I feel like when I go out to dinner somewhere, I've been really disappointed if I order a steak. I feel like usually when I order one, I'm like in the back of my head, I'm like, man, I could have made a better one on my grill. It, yeah, no, a lot cheaper. I don't. Yeah, that's why I don't order steak out because it's it's rare to find a good one. And I don't know if that's a new thing or if it's just always been like that. Probably always been like that. Just never realized it until we were like at the age where we can make our own food. Yeah. So the whole dad dad grilling skills came came upon us. Yeah, you don't you don't get those skills till <laughs> the moment your child is birthed. It's like boom, got dad grilling skills, and I like coffee now. Yeah, no, it's uh, you can be good around the grill, but as soon as your child's born, you just turn into like a grill master. <laughs> That's it, the grill master. <laughs> it's a it's a passing of the torch. I like throwing some veggies on the grill too. We. We, we grilled some stuff up this weekend. We put some asparagus and, like, bell peppers and stuff on the grill and some jalapenos, and it all turned out pretty well. Yeah, veggies veggies on the grill is really good. Yeah. Yeah, asparagus is delicious. Especially up. when you kind of get that smoke flavor to them that you might not get in, like, your oven. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see. I've heard of crazy things, though, like people, like, baking stuff on their Traeger, like, Dude, I have seen people just make, making just weird things that I wouldn't think about. Cake, like trigger. cakes and cookies and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And what's your, uh, I know, I mean, everyone has like a go-to cookie. What's your, what's your go-to cookie? Chocolate chip. Chocolate chip? 100%. So. What about you? Mine, also chocolate chip, but I don't, I prefer it without the chips. So, chocolate chip. I have with no chips. It's chocolate chipless cookies. Okay. And where where do you find these? Do you make them? So yes. It's so like when a homemade I, recipe, but grow, you just leave out the chocolate chips. Yeah. Growing up, I not a fan of chocolate. I do like chocolate, but I don't like chocolate um like baked goods. Okay. Like I don't like chocolate cake. I don't like brownies, things like that. Like I'll eat them. I'm like, you know, I have a hankering and that's all that's there. Yeah. But it's not my go to. But I don't really care for it. So growing up, my grandma knew this. She's like, decided uh, she was going to make me chocolate chipless cookies. And uh, never look back. Because when you're eating cookie dough, like chocolate chip cookie dough. Yeah. I mean, the dough is what you're after. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd have to say I would be, I'd be interested in trying one of these chocolate so chipless It turns cookies. out that there's a cookie... A crumble cookie. Have you been to Crumble Cookie? Yeah. Okay, so one too many times. Yeah. They have a cookie there that is a um the brown sugar cookie. They call it a brown sugar cookie and it had like caramel on top, like yeah. caramel frosting. Well, a brown sugar cookie is a chocolate chipless cookie. That's all it is. It's just because you that's how the you make the dough of chocolate chip cookies is it's brown sugar. Okay. So I got that, and I was like, "Huh, it tastes an awful lot like <laughs> like a chocolate chipless cookie." And that sounds—I could go for one of those right now. They have those little sugar cookies there. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. So I discovered that at Crumble, and now when my my uh, my wife doesn't want to make me chocolate chipless cookies, she can just go to Crumble when it's that cookie of the week and get it, get a few of them. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I know they never really last too long in our house. 
especially like my my toddler when he realizes that we have some cookies on the counter i don't know how he climbs up our our cabinets and gets up there and helps himself and pretty funny but not yeah. funny yeah my daughter's a cookie fiend she uh anytime she could smell a cookie like a mile away insane is she a, it's like a bloodhound is she a picky eater is she hard to i feel like i have a hard time deciding what sounds good or what to make and planning stuff out for myself because i'm so indecisive and then now i have a decision to make too to what to feed my kid that night every night well that decision of what's for dinner yeah is i mean i've seen that thing destroy relationships already so now you're you're adding the pickiness of a toddler. Yeah. To that Throwing mix. an X factor in there. Throwing a bone in there. Yeah. So you're already arguing with the wife of what do you want for dinner? And it's, are we going out to dinner? Are we making dinner? Right. If so, what are we getting? And it's always the, the prototypical of, well, I don't care. She says, I don't care. And then you go, okay, well, what about this place? Well, no, I don't want that place. Yeah. So you do care. You just, you do do. You ultimately care. Ultimately, most of the time, I don't know about everyone else, but the male might suggest two or three things and that get rejected. Like, oh, okay, well, if you don't care, I think this sounds good. Okay, well, I don't care except for that place. And you're like, okay, what about this place? Mm, uh, I don't, I'm not really feeling that. Okay, well, then why don't you just pick? Because yeah. obviously you care. Oh, no, I don't want to pick tonight. So then you throw in a talk, and then, and then you have the old... And you look at the toddler and go, what do you want for dinner? Uh, chicken nuggets. Like, son of a bitch. Yeah, that's another thing is when you're trying to figure out where to go to dinner, you have to kind of factor in, okay, well, is there something they're going to like there? Is there something that they can eat there? Mm-hmm. And it's usually nuggets and fries. Yeah. But cooking at home is that much more challenging, too, because we've had it to where we cook up all this food, then, like, our toddler just kind of s- it. snubs it. Yeah, I still have to end up making her something something else. Yeah, he'll snub it, and then like two hours later when it's bedtime, then he gets hungry and bakes for snacks and food. Yeah. Yeah, we've done the, like, where you, well, this is what we made, so this is what you're eating. And she's just like, no, I'm good. I'll just sit here in my high chair and uh, wait for you guys to be done and then ask for something else. Yeah, it can be challenging at times. There's other times where they just devour things where you don't even think that they're going to like it and, Turns out to be a pretty good meal, and it's a uh, I don't know. It's every day is a different day. There's some times where we make mac and cheese, and he loves it. He can't get enough of it. And there's other times where he doesn't take it. Well, since it's that way, do you guys have like so? Say you go out to eat. Is there like uh, regular places that you guys go to where it's like this is like our norm? Not really. We switch it up. We uh. We have a few go-to places that are kind of close to the house, but I don't know. I think we switch it. We do a pretty good job switching it up. So you guys don't have like a favorite restaurant that you guys go to? Not particularly. Hmm. What about you guys? Um, We have like a few places, like you're saying, that's like those are our go-tos. Like, you know, the, the, the chains of like you're always going to go to Chili's. Yeah. You know, like, oh, let's, oh, we can't figure out what we want. Let's just go to Chili's. Yeah, I haven't been to Chili's in a long time. But yeah, every we, time I've been, it's been pretty good. Yeah, it's like one of those where it's, it's going to be the same every time. 
You know what you're getting. You know, yeah, you, you know what you're paying for. You know what you're getting. Yeah. It, it's And usually we'll end up at like a Chili's or something when we have that argument of what do you want? You know, yeah. it's like, okay, well, I know, I know you probably want Chili's because <laughs> you're a creature. We're all creatures of habit. Yeah. So we can say we want like these, all these other places and these, let's try this new place or so-and-so is talking about this. And it's like, we always end up at fucking Chili's, <laughs> <laughs> you know, or uh, I don't know. Freaking, what about getting a two dollar margaritas at Applebee's? I I don't know the last time I went to Applebee's. I haven't been in a long time, and I'm not that I'm not fancy enough to go to Applebee's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we are. I'm. I I speak for myself. I'm a creature of habit as far as what I order when I go to certain restaurants. I uh, usually order the same things. I I'm the same way. But I'm really diverse in like trying different restaurants, and I really kind of like the cultured foods a little bit, like the Thai foods and things of that nature. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a big Thai food person. Yeah, I think it's just like the the curry and stuff. I'm kind of more sensitive on the spicy stuff. Yeah, where I'm like a spicy fanatic, but usually I regret it. <laughs> you regret it the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> like why? No, but yeah, we have we have restaurants and in mind, and um, usually it's like you said, we're we're trying to pick a place that daughter will also eat something. Yeah, it's not like we're gonna go to some five star restaurant and she's not gonna eat anything. Yeah, but bringing the conversation back into the grilling side too, I feel like if I'm going to a restaurant to get that kind of barbecued food, I feel like most of the time I can make it better on my own grill. Mm-hmm. Almost like I'm kind of disappointed when I'm like, "Hey, go to a like." It, it depends too. It's uh, most steakhouses. Yeah, I usually leave disappointed. Yeah, so 100%. I don't know why. I don't know why you keep going back. Like I, I really don't know why. It's like, oh yeah, let's just go here. Why not just we could have spent the money at like the grocery store and bought steaks and yeah, get a good cut of meat. But I think it's the atmosphere, right? It's like you're not at home. Yeah, it's getting out of the house. It's convenience. It's experience. Yes. Sometimes I just don't feel like cooking, and my wife doesn't feel like cooking. Yeah. So yeah, because then you got to cook, and then after you cook, then you, you have to clean. Dishes, then you got to clean, and yep, that's the big one. I don't mind cooking, but I hate cleaning. Yeah, the cleaning up could be almost the worst part of it, really. Especially when I don't know, I get a little over my skis sometimes and I start cooking up all this food, especially breakfasts. And then by the time we eat, I'm just like, man, I really don't want to have to clean. Yeah. I feel that. Um, have you guys ever looked into or thought about doing those kind of like home delivery meals or what, what's your thoughts on that? Like the, like the blue apron stuff. Yeah. Just things of that nature. Um, or hello fresh or yeah. whatever they are. Yeah. Well, I would really do them if they decided to, us, I would definitely use them. Hint, hint. Oh yeah, no, I would, I would do it. Um, it's just I can't guarantee that we're gonna be able to have the time to make that food when it during the time frame it needs to be cooked. Yeah, and I'm, I don't know, I've always been really weird about frozen foods and stuff. Like, I mean, I've obviously I'm not like super picky, but. I mean, just not really been my favorite, you know. And I don't know if some of those are like frozen foods or fresh I, foods. I really don't know. I've been just kind of, I guess, weird about just pre-made meals, buying well, them from the store. Because these aren't these aren't pre-made though. Like the 
HelloFresh and stuff. Oh, you, they're just ingredients? And you yeah. Yeah, oh. they send you, like, a box, and and it's got, like, you know, it depends on the package that you choose, and you can do, like, you know, two meals a week for two people or whatever, so they'll, or whatever you set it for, and then they just send you the ingredients with um with the recipe on how to make it. Yeah. And, and you can, like, depending on your diet and stuff, you can change things, like, I don't like this, and... All that stuff, so they don't send you something that you won't eat. Yeah, but then you just it comes with like all the ingredients to make it. And I want to say it's fresh. Yeah. That's why they do it like like that. Is that it's not like you're getting frozen vegetables. It's like you get the whole carrot. Right. And it goes through step by step on cut the carrot like this and put it in the pan. And here's the ingredient, like the seasonings to use on it or whatever. Yeah, it's something we've been thinking about doing. We just haven't pulled the trigger on it. Yet. And there are there are other uh, services that send meals to your home that are pre-made. So like for meal prepping, right. and things like that, and that that's more of a convenience because you just throw it in the freezer or throw it in the, the refrigerator, and it's the same type of deal where you set like a plan for we want this many meals a week right. or whatever, and. And for you guys, that would definitely be a convenience with having the three kids. Yeah, because it's tough. You know, you're trying to make a meal and you got kids coming up, you know, where they can get burned or yeah, want to not... go outside with you and grill. And it's fun, you know, when they want to come outside there to you. But it gets to a point where they're like, you got to be like, okay, everyone's kind of in the way. We got to. I've, I've seen some of these, up. like, these meal prepping uh, type plans and they look pretty good. It's not like when we were kids and you had like the Hungry Man, like TV dinners. Oh, and, yeah. Those were some. Where like the picture was like, oh, that looks so good. And you yeah. put it in the microwave and it comes out and it looks like fucking dog shit. <laughs> looks like a, yeah, it looks like a dog just crapped all over it. And you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, some of those things eaten back in the day. Like who? Got bad memories. How did that. this go through quality control? Who's the quality yeah. control guy for Swanson's? <laughs> I want to know. How did this even leave the freaking factory? Those good old TV dinners, man. Yeah, the Hungry Man's. Oh man, that was like my mom always bought those when it was like they were always a um in the back of the freezer and they were emergency meals. Like shit, we got sports all day or all night and blah 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 and we come home and it's like fuck the kids haven't eaten. We and pull these crusty ass freaking boxes out of the back of the freezer. Oh, we got some hungry man right here. Even even the little brownies they come with taste like shit. <laughs> yeah, dude, everything. <laughs> the corn was the worst, man. It's just like watered down and uh, the texture is so bad. Oh, man. It's worse than bad times. I, I would have been fine just popping open a can of corn and drinking it straight from the can. It would have been better. It is so nasty. The texture is so bad. I don't, And I haven't had a TV dinner in, I don't know, 20 years. I don't know. I really don't even remember the last time I had something like that. So I, they, maybe they've gotten better, but I highly doubt it. Yeah. I mean, I think there's only a certain degree where they get better. Yeah. There's would, only so much you can do to church it up or spice it up. Yeah. Cause all it is is just frozen food. Yeah. So you just got to, they had to have gotten better by now. You would hope so, but I don't know, man. I've seen some pretty questionable things at the grocery store. Like, who buys this? Yeah, there's there is there even a market for this? Like, what person is buying this? And you go over to someone's house and they have like their freezer stocked up full of them. Like, okay, <laughs> this is the person that's keeping them in business. It's just one person, <laughs> just buying everything. <laughs> hey, I mean, there's some people out there. I guess they crave the nostalgia. You know, <laughs> I guess. Factor. Or even like when we were growing up and it was Lunchables. 
remember like you started like they had the the crackers and the meat and the cheese oh, and then yeah. they, and then they moved on to like pizzas yeah and the pizzas were where is that you know oh, if, man. if you had the pizzas at like in the cafeteria when you're in like fifth grade fourth grade man you were the you were the shit i, I have a differing opinion i always hated those pizzas really yeah and i really just liked the ham and well, they don't taste, the pizzas don't taste good, but it was the fact that you brought a make-your-own-pizza-to-school with yeah. a Capri Sun and a Reese's. Yeah. If you bring that Reese's to school now, they'll ask you to leave, because everybody everybody's allergic to peanuts now. Yeah, peanut allergies. <laughs> You'll get kicked out of school. Fourth grade, <laughs> getting expelled for bringing a Reese's to school. Yeah, I remember when I was in elementary school, there was a kid that sold his lunch. His mom used to pack him, like, the best lunch, and he would sell his lunch every day to people. <laughs> well, at the time, my my dad worked for uh, Pepsi Elementary School. Yeah, and so we would always have like the newest Pepsi product that wasn't even on shelves yet. So, like, I remember having Mountain Dew Code Red at like lunch at school before it was even you could even buy it. Oh, so you got like the previews of it? Yeah, and I remember everyone was like. Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew Code Red. I'm like pitching it, I'm like yeah, check this out. You know, let me, I'll bring you one tomorrow. First one's free. You know, like <laughs> fucking drug deals, but with sodas. Oh, dude, I got I got actually suspended in uh, junior high. I was caught selling Top Ramens, <laughs> and so I don't know what it was in Top in junior high. Everyone just like Top Ramen, you know, and plain, right? Like yeah. not even cooked, not cooked. You just crunch it up and put the seasoning on it and eat it like that. Just rock, just wreck your teeth. Yeah, and I don't know why it was good. I liked it. From in junior high, everyone liked it. So I started, you know, I'd bring it as a snack. And then, you know, people started asking me, you know, hey, can I have? You have extras? So I got it in my head. I was like, hey, you know, I'll start selling these things. So they were ten cents. You know, you get ten for a dollar, and I would sell them for a dollar piece. <laughs> so I'd send my mom to the store to get like a hundred top ramens. <laughs> <laughs> and I would instead of I'd leave all my backpack all my books I'd leave in my locker or leave them at home and I'd just fill up my backpack with Top Ramen and then one day I got caught selling Top Ramen it's just smart business I mean they should have just like given you an A yeah I mean it should math. have been a business project instead I got reprimanded for it ridiculous <laughs> that's just entrepreneurship just entrepreneurship yeah capitalism yeah that's that's 100% capitalism but that was a, it was a booming business then. They were just mad because they were you they weren't the kids weren't buying their top ramen. Oh yeah, hundred percent. They weren't profiting off of it. Yeah, you should have had the good flavors. You know, chili the chili lime. You know, the chili flavor was really popular. Chicken flavor. Yeah, you should have uh, made a deal with the school to get a cut of your profits, and they probably would have let you keep selling. Yeah, no, I agree. But it was funny. I mean, they treated it like a drug bust. They went and looked at my locker. My locker was completely filled with Top Ramen. <laughs> Dude, that's like, that's the funniest shit. It's it's not, and I've heard of like kids doing like candy and sodas and stuff like that. They're selling that kind of stuff, but Top Ramen. Yeah, it was the shit back in the day. Which leads me to the next point is like, gets me upset. Is like, man, they send all these kids out there to sell candy door to door which is for them dangerous which is the same but you can't yeah exactly yeah but you're doing it for them and the reward when you you're the top candy salesman is like 
I don't know. It's like, like going to a it's crappy like getting, jacket or something. It's like, yeah, it's like going to like, I don't know. It was like Chuck E. Cheese when we were kids and you had like a billion tickets, but all you could get was a fucking pencil. Yeah, the same concept. And I don't know how that's not illegal or a scam. No, it is. It's but like they a, call it a fundraiser. Yeah, it's no, like, it's, it's, do you know what it is? It's not a fundraiser. It's a, my parents had to buy all the candy. Yeah. And now we're in debt. Or I, me and my siblings ate all the candy. And my parents owe all that money back. <laughs> that's usually what it happens. Yeah, that's that. Exactly. But it's okay to, you know, they tell you, don't talk to strangers. Except during candy selling season, because you are fucking, they promote you to go door to door. Yeah. And talk to strangers. Don't talk to strangers, but go door to door to their houses <laughs> and sell candy for the school. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, I wonder if that's changed. I don't, I wonder if they still do that. I, I think it, they still do because. Yeah. I feel uh, like people I still that see. I work with will come in and say, hey, my kid's doing this fundraiser. I st- yeah. I feel like I still see those. And they're like that classic. Like I still have the image burnt in my brain of these fucking chocolate bars that they're not even good. First off, they yeah. taste like like horse shit wrapped in and foil. They're all old and stale. Yeah, how long have those been sitting back there? Who knows? And you can't just buy like a few. You have to buy a box that you have to sell. So like when you when it's like it's like two days left in the fundraiser and you have your box sold. Like, no, I just need, like, 10. I'm just going to sell 10. Can- nope, you have to grab a box. Yeah. And if you don't sell it all, guess who gets to pay for it? Parents. Your parents. <laughs> I remember the money was always short. And know. they're a dollar a pop. Yeah. You're at the candy bar. And pro- now they're probably, like, $2 a pop. But it's a ripoff. Back then, it was a dollar a pop for some, like, busted-ass chocolate. And then, like, chocolate and almonds and chocolate and peanuts or whatever. And they're never good. Yeah, it was like, it was like buying a Hershey's from the Dollar Tree, or something, you know. Yeah, something that was expired on another rack and it's just sitting there. <laughs> yeah, why is this discounted? Because it's twelve years out of date. I'm pretty sure those candy bars that we sold were the leftovers from what our parents had to sell in their fundraiser fucking thirty years before us. I wouldn't doubt it, man. I look at you know you open up some of those candy bars and they're all white looking and it's like that doesn't look like chocolate. <laughs> like where dog crap turns white over time. <laughs> it looks like that. We've all opened those candies and been like, what the hell is this? Dude, the classic infamous uh, school fundraiser chocolate bars. Yeah, you get like a, a Dollar Tree kite if you sell like a thousand candies. I want to know, I don't know from our listeners, is that just like a California thing? Or is that like every other state also does this? I'm really curious. Yeah. I would be curious too, but oh, dude, now I'm stuck on these. Good times. Now I'm stuck on. I'm pissed off. Good times. You got me all riled up talking about these damn school fundraisers. Yeah, I'm, that's not, I'm not looking forward to it. I mean, I just want to know who's behind it all. Like, where where does the money go? Enron, <laughs> Fannie Mae. Yeah, they're the pros. Bernie right? Madoff. Bernie Madoff. I, I think it, be surprised. I, yeah, it's all it's all stocks. <laughs> <laughs> like Wolf of Wall Street shit, but with candy bars. Yeah, for some of that just some of those bars are just formed with like the leftovers of like in the factory, you know, the stuff that just I don't know excess chocolate that gets remelted <laughs> and put yeah. into some other bar. <laughs> I don't know, but 
anyway, got a little um, off topic again. a little bit. Um, but no, in all seriousness, I know, I know we have a good time here and we kind of always go off topic and talk about random shit when we started at barbecue and ended in Memorial day, Memorial day and barbecue and ended in uh <laughs> school fundraiser, chocolate bars. Um, well, but seriously, we, we do want to say, um, to everyone out there, have a good Memorial day. Hope you had a good Memorial Day. Whenever you listen to this, yeah, have a safe Memorial Day. Yeah, safe. Don't don't drink and drive. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy that extra day off if if you have that. If yeah. you have to go to work, well that that sucks for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna be. And honest. we yeah, and we definitely do want to um you know say thank you to all the troops that lost their lives. Um, that's heartbreaking. Absolutely. We wouldn't be here today. We're, we're very thankful. Um, if you see a veteran, uh, just shake their hand. Say thank you. Shake their hand. You know, buy them a tank of gasoline. Buy them a meal. Buy them, I don't know, something. At least, the least you could do is shake their hand. Yeah, buy, yeah. at least shake their hand and say thank you. Um, so, But that that's all we're going to have today, I think. Um, yeah, we're going to wrap this episode up. And, um, you know, be remember to find us on Spotify or... Apple, Apple Amazon, Amazon, any of the um, podcast platforms that you listen to. Yeah. And then um, if you got questions, concerns, you want to shoot a couple episode ideas or topics or whatever our way, we're um, also available at Our Wives or Friends on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. All right, everybody. Hope you have a good Memorial Day weekend. Till next time.